0: Hello, everybody. Uh, Ben Taylor here with Raw Motivations. I'm a self-aware narcissist that's on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change in terms of narcissism and toxic abuse, and how that looks on like a day-to-day basis, and how it gets so confusing, and how it builds so much fog in your life that you're not sure what's right what's wrong, what's true, what's clear. And I try to work with people every single day to help them break free of the trauma bond that's tying them to that person, the toxicity that they know is there that's upping their their weight gain, their anxiety, their panic attacks, and that they know this isn't a good relationship for me to be in, but they still feel that pull. They still feel that tie and they still want to go back to that person and they're not sure why. And a lot of times in that moment you feel crazy. Like, what's actually going on? So I try to work with people to help them with that. Try to work with people to help them get through the aspect of limbo land. And that's where you're detoxing from an addictive relationship with another person who purposely put that on you to try to keep you longer. To try to make you stay with them in an abusive relationship longer than what you should. And that detox comes in a lot of different facets, a lot of different ways. Whether that's physical, emotional, or mental withdrawals that happen that make you kind of doubt yourself and question and get you to the place of saying like, maybe maybe I'm the toxic person. Maybe I'm the person who messed up. Maybe I didn't love them enough. Maybe I didn't engage with them enough. Maybe I could have loved them better. Maybe I could have made them understand. Maybe I'm the narcissist. a lot of times those thoughts will go through your head time and time again as you look back on the relationship and as you question what actually happened. Because it doesn't match up with logic. It doesn't match up in a way that you would think would be logical without the narcissist engages you. You would think that a, a person would treat another person, you know, with honor, dignity, respect, that they would be like loving, or they would be kind in that type of relationship. You think that they would give a good person, you know, a good response instead of always being mean and rude and gaslighting and abusing, manipulating all those different things. And it just doesn't make sense. Well, that's because narcissists are very hypocritical. They're very two-faced in how they live their lives. They're very two-faced in how they expect different things to be met. And so as you continue in the relationship with a narcissist, you start to see the mass slowly drop, but the standards slowly raise. Where they say they want a certain thing, and then they do the opposite. Probably the, the peak and the pinnacle example of this is narcissists and cheating. Of where a narcissist does not want you to be around other people, does not want you to engage with other people, even family, even friends, because they think in their mind, though this person's gonna cheat. Oftentimes they're thinking in their mind because they are already cheating. They're putting someone else above you. They're engaging more with work. They're focusing more on themselves than they are in the relationship to another person. And you'll see the narcissist cheat time and time and time again with no remorse, oftentimes with no consequences, and not fettered, They just keep going and going. And the aspect that becomes very hypocritical is the idea that the narcissist will say to you, you can't be with anybody. You can't go out with friends. You can't go out with your family. You can't engage in other, like other friendships. You can't like, no, like this isn't happening. Like you are here. This is what you're supposed to do. And oftentimes it's not as blatant as that. It's not as like, you are not allowed to do this. But it's like the subtle digs, slowly devaluing your family, slowly inserting tiny comments that make you question your friendships, slowly pitting one person against another person to bring you to the place of isolation, to bring you to the place where they ultimately control you. And so with cheating, you'll have a narcissist that will go out and will start having multiple affairs. we we'll start getting engaged with multiple people out there without caring. But you try to step out of the marriage or the relationship or whatever it might be and watch what happens. Even in dating relationships, even in moments of going out with a friend or something like that, stuff will get elevated to such a high level and it blows up. Or how about the times after you've been away from the narcissist? Maybe you're you're someone on here that has been away from the narcissist. Let's say you're no contact. or Let's say you just finished getting through a divorce or something like that. Or you've been through it for after a year or two and you start getting out there. You start dating someone else and all of a sudden you start to hear from them again. Because they can't believe that you would do something like that. Or you might be on here and as you got into the relationship, you started communicating about what was going on and, and you told about your past. You told how the past had been with several different people, of how you'd engage with those people romantically, sexually, and all of a sudden down the road, they start pulling that back out. Be like, see, you did this. And you're like, I did that before we were even together. Like, what is the problem? Nope, you cheated on me. And they'll use anything and everything to be able to put the blame back on you but they're very hypocritical in that aspect. And they can cheat on you, but you're not allowed to cheat on them. I remember like early on, someone asked me the question. They were like, um, when, when you were like in the thick of it, when you were going through all this stuff, when you were in the cheating relationship and stuff like that, what would you have done if your wife did the same thing? And I was like, I would have left. Like that would have been my ticket. That would have been my way out of the relationship being able to say, see, it's her fault even though I'd already had multiple affairs, multiple cheating relationships, being able to cling to that one thought, to that one idea of, hey, I can take this one aspect. Then I can blame it on another person so that I don't have to feel it. So I don't have to experience it. And so that I can avoid accountability and responsibility for my actions. That's what a narcissist does with being hypocritical. And you see that most prevalently in cheating. What about lying? They're like super hypocritical with lying. They can lie every single day. A lot of times people say, like, you want to know if a narcissist is lying? Like, see if if their mouth is moving. Like, because the lies come out time and time again. And they come out over, like, the stupidest things to the biggest things. They come out from, like, a cheating relationship lying down to, like, what dressing they got on their salad or, like, where they went to get gas or, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it literally could be anything. But if there's one moment where you forget to say something, or you admit something, or you tell a lie on purpose, and they find out about it, that one aspect they'll hold over your head seems like forever. And they'll keep bringing it up over and over and over again. What about criticism? Have you ever tried to just bring up feedback or give them constructive criticism of like, hey, this isn't helpful. Maybe you're trying to bring up, you know, your thoughts, your feelings. Maybe you're trying to bring up even how they engage with another person or how they interact with someone and be like, hey, that really wasn't a good example of, you know, you being a friend or that wasn't a good way for you to interact with them because I think you pissed them off or you hurt them. You see that blow up. But then later, they'll criticize you for everything. Everything that they once valued, valued, loved, or put you up on a pedestal for, those are the things they turn around, they start criticizing you for and bringing you back down. It's the other aspect of them being hypocritical. Manipulation. And oftentimes, manipulating what they want from another person. But if you ever try to leverage your thoughts, your needs, your feelings, they're like, whoa. Like, you're doing that, you're manipulating me. And then they'll twist it around time and time again. And all these times, they expect you to maintain perfection. They may expect you to maintain this high level, this goalpost that keeps moving. And so they'll keep saying, like, you know, this is what you're supposed to be. Like, I had someone the other day on a one-on-one where they said their narcissist actually said to them, if you would just listen to me and obey me, everything would be a lot easier. Because what they want is that one idea. And oftentimes a narcissist will get, um, they'll, they'll idealize, but they'll get kind of consumed with like one thought, like one fantasy. You know, typically you have like success, power, all those are like ego driven. But you also have them looking for the fantasy of ideal love. Where they put someone on a pedestal and they're like wow if this person is this way that i'm going to be perfect like our relationship is going to be perfect but the problem is they bring themselves in the relationship that ultimately destroys that but they're unwilling to acknowledge that all they want to say is it's the other person's fault it's the other person's problem it's not mine and they push it back countless times this is why we say that narcissists can't change because narcissists can't change if they're not willing to be honest vulnerable have consistent change Put in the work, like do the actual work. narcissism isn't going to change unless they stop lying. Unless they get real with who they are. They get real with who they are inside, what's actually going on. For me, one of the hardest things working through on a weekly basis, sometimes with therapy, sometimes in my own thought process, sometimes in reading and stuff like that, is sitting in the balance of who I am. Am I a man, or am I a monster? And being able to sit in the middle of that balance and say, hey, I acknowledge what I've done, I acknowledge the shit that I've put people through, and being able to sit in that and not run away from it, is super hard. And it's also taking a lot of time. And a lot more time going forward. At the time of me recording this, it's been about 15 months since I've been in therapy, weekly. And it's going to continue going because I want to invest in myself. I want to continue to learn and grow and change and not be hypocritical, not be how I've acted, not be that two-faced person that would tell one person one thing, tell another person another thing, hold myself to no standard, hold someone else to a high standard and keep pushing forward. But I want to grow and I want to change every single day. I hope you do too.